0: Is this episode two? This is episode two. How have we not been cancelled? We've had some help from Sen's little helpers. Let's just do it. <laughs> G'day, and this is the Recommended Retail Podcast, the RRP that talks all things retail. I'll be your host, John Barkle, from Dropship Zone, Australia's leading B2B marketplace. In this episode, we're joined by Stephanie Ho, Head of Marketplace at New Aim. With over 10 years of experience in the Aussie e-commerce industry, Steph gives us her do's and don'ts for getting Christmas right on B2C marketplaces. From the best-selling products to disastrous retail catastrophes, Steph's slaying it on today's episode. Pun intended. Everyone to know I didn't write this. I'm glad you could join us on the Recommended Retail Podcast. Thank you for joining me, Stephanie. We've known each other for a very long time.
1: Yeah, it has.
0: Too long. Yeah, probably (laughs) too long. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and in the spirit of September, we're going to call it Steph. Steph what is it? September. Steph. September. <laughs> You've been recently featured with our friends at Inside Retail in the rising stars of uh, retail.
1: Yeah, very so exciting. What's your story? How
0: did you get here?
1: Well, I've basically been in the industry for 13 years. So started in New way in 2009 and yeah, here I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's your entire length. That's a long service in, in, in e-commerce by any extent.
1: Yeah, pretty much. So pretty much like first generation really. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then till now.
0: And my understanding is you've done everything at New AIM almost. Customer service, you've done. Well, you've taken- pretty
1: much. So I actually started interview as the customer service officer. And after the interview and the thing that I better do marketing, so my first role, marketing coordinator, but because of the scale of the company, so we were doing a lot of different things, customer service, marketing. I couldn't Photoshop, so I couldn't do design. Yeah. But, um, yeah, looking at buying a little bit, just going down to warehouse, printing labels, picking up lunch for everyone, <laughs>
0: <laughs> really
1: just everything.
0: <laughs> and now head of marketplace. Yeah. So what does that entail? How many channels do you cover?
1: Well, we currently have just under 30 channels, but definitely growing in the coming months because obviously after COVID, everyone wants to get into the online space, especially at & Mortar. They're looking at like expanding their um, product range. So I'm just under 30 for now, but it will grow into like 35 to 30 in the near future.
0: And now we're heading into the very busy season. Do you <laughs> grimace almost as we head into that, as we turn over into the next quarter?
1: <laughs> it's almost like insane in my department. <laughs> Basically, the whole company, really. So a lot of the things that we have planned in the past few months, but going into the pick season, it's really about locking in all the promotions, advertising space, making sure that we get the exposure, making sure that customer service warehouse, they are okay with like the the volume that's coming up. So I have to speak to different departments to make sure we're all ready for that.
0: It really is winning on the four P's of marketing, isn't it? The price, yeah. product, place and promotion.
1: Pretty much. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> in
0: November. And from your experience with Christmas trading, how has e-commerce evolved over the years?
1: Definitely it's starting early and earlier. Back then it was just like, oh, November, people were getting into like Black Friday, click Frenzy. But now it's just like pretty much after going into spring, people started looking at Christmas. So we're starting to sell Christmas products in late August actually and there are a lot of people buying them as well. So we definitely see the trend of start, um, Christmas shopping starting a lot earlier. Um, Another thing is definitely the traffic. It's a lot more compared to previous. Every year it's just growing because people doesn't want to go to the shopping centre, um, they don't want to find parking, they want to avoid the crowd. So there's always more and more people going to shop online. And I personally feel like online Christmas offers start a lot earlier than retail store, it's like physical store. So people tend to start shopping a lot earlier as well.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. And it's also gender specific as well in that sense. So we we attended a Power Retail Connect event a few weeks ago where they showed some really interesting data that they surveyed that it's female demographic that is more interested in buying early and buying online. Yeah. And then when you see the male male demographic and I can certainly speak to that it's the first week of December that's when yeah. they suddenly become the interested last minute, in, in, last minute shopper and I, I'm definitely guilty Absolutely. of that what do you think is the biggest change that's going to occur in the in the coming years
1: I think it's a lot on the delivery time frame so I feel like customer it's expecting a lot from delivery time frame now so back then we're like oh, three to five days delivery but for example like woolies they roll out this metro 60 app that you get delivery within 60 minutes mm. you have the iconics always doing same day delivery and even now buying white goods you have appliances online that they do next day delivery so everyone it's expecting that delivery like order will come sooner than like what we have in the past
0: yeah that's right and the reality is it seems to be getting earlier and earlier that we're seeing Christmas. I think there was a complaint that we've now already got Christmas trees in some of the department yeah. stores and things like that. So is that, in your opinion, is this just going to continue are we just going to be trading for Christmas from July onwards eventually? I mean, what, where, where do you think the line in the sand is on this?
1: I feel like it does get earlier and earlier in the recent years, but I feel like it wouldn't roll into, like, July or something. But I guess the overall trend will be, yes, it will start early because online shopping... It takes longer to get to the customer as well. And also, in terms of the peak season, you don't want to buy something and it goes out of stock. So people will tend to buy early, which is more likely in the October month with um, start to buy gifts and stuff. I do feel like Black Friday will start very early as well, earlier and earlier. So it's not going to be late in November. It will be like the whole November. Yeah. Yeah, that's what. I think it will be.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree with you and it does seem to be. But I guess for our really smaller retailers that are operating on dropship zone who may not have as much experience in in planning for Christmas season trading, when do you think they should really get started and start thinking about what offers they're going to offer their consumers?
1: I think definitely the planning should be done in September or early October, trying to think about what your customer needs, trying to think about what sort of products you want to highlight on your website. And also, I think there are other things that they can do, for example, like personalised emails. So you don't want to send out general email during Christmas because everyone's after different things. You want to give them an idea about what's popular out there, what should they gift to their friends and family, because it can get very overwhelming uh, with thousands of products on one website or even on marketplaces, like millions of products. So I think giving gift suggestions to the customer will be very helpful and also make sure you personalise the whole shopping experience.
0: I definitely agree. I I saw some data from Google a couple of years ago that says that more and more people are searching gift ideas into Google rather than specific products. So you're saying that then retailers should take a personalised approach on top of that using first-party, third-party data or AI machine learning in that sense? Yes,
1: yeah, I think AI learning machine will be very helpful. So, you know, some of the websites they will use your view history, like what you have clicked into, and then they will recommend products to you. So I think that will be very helpful. So at least you get some understanding of the customer, what they're interested in, instead of just selling them something that they haven't looked at it before.
0: And I don't want to get, have you give away the secret sauce, but really what are some good tips for trading on online marketplaces during, during Christmas <laughs> season?
1: I think in terms of just marketplace, lock in advertising space, getting exposure, advertising space definitely it's more expensive at the peak season, but I feel like if you don't get exposure, people won't find you in like millions of products on the marketplace. If you run a retail website, it's very, very important. I, I saw it a lot in the past this the website just got crashed at on Black Friday. Yeah. Because they didn't expect that traffic there, we have proven record. We know for many years that the traffic will come, so make sure that your tech team, your development team, they are they do the testing beforehand just to make sure that you you can cope with that traffic, and you don't want to surprise customer and come in here and can't. Check out, can't even view your website or anything like that. So that's very important.
0: Yeah. no, I've seen few websites crash during this period and it's the worst thing to see in the world. All the time. And I think there was one particular retailer more than 10 years ago that went down for the whole Christmas trading period, so Christmas Day or Christmas Eve they, or Boxing Day they crashed and they weren't back up until the New Year. I think I remember Boxing yeah, remember, Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, mean, I yeah. mean, you'd be in tears just having to deal with that. Mm. And so just touching on the advertising because I've, I've had some experience of that as well, is it it'd be easier to negotiate if you do it earlier with these marketplaces? I mean, what what's really the best way to book it? You-
1: oh, absolutely. So, of course, you do it earlier because... But the thing is, if you try to book it later, you won't get space anyway. You'll be gone. Well, it's
0: just like booking TV because if you try and book TV a month out, the image, a lot of the inventory is already gone, so it's inflated yeah. in price. So.
1: Another thing also it's when you sell on a marketplace, it's not just about selling at that time, that period of time. So millions of products in the marketplace, you want to get a good ranking. So when people search, let's say Christmas tree, you want them to see your tree, not other people's tree. So you need to build a soul record beforehand and you need the exposure beforehand too. So ideally, it's if you can start in August and September, trying to invest a little bit more and more by the month and you can build a sole record so you get a better ranking and by the time you go hard on, let's say, click Frenzy Black Friday, um, when people search your products or when they click on your banner, they see your product
0: straight away. And so, this, so we're talking like product reviews, store reputation, building that up over yeah, time. Yeah, everything. So really you have important. that credibility yeah. when, when, when it's time. And good content, I imagine.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I think with the ranking, obviously it, involved, it consists of a lot of different parts. But store record is one of the things that if you start to sell early on a marketplace, you get more salt record, then your ranking will be better too.
0: When we talk things like Click Frenzy, Black Friday, Christmas sale, there's always the in my mind, a discount of some kind. What are the kinds of discounts consumers are expecting? What can retailers really, truly offer to make them competitive?
1: Well, I guess it depends on your category. So these days, I reckon if you want to go into, if you're into like fashion and accessories and things like that, people really looking at that high discount. I will say for pre-Christmas, you're looking at about like at least 20 to 40% off and boxing day you're looking like 70% off. But on the other hand, if you're selling appliances, you're selling furniture, it depends on the price range of course, but I think most of the products it should be around 10 to 20% off. And we know that appliances it's a slimmer margin as well. So of course we can't go into like 70, 80%, but I think the 10 and 20
0: it's minimum. And what about free shipping? Where have you seen that play a role?
1: Uh free shipping definitely very important too because you don't want to sell something and when customer put in the shopping cart, there's an additional fee and they will just leave the cart. So I reckon if you can do free shipping, do free shipping. It obviously bulky items you can't.
0: Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, bulky items, I mean, they're always a problem, but then I think consumers give you a little bit more leeway yeah, when it comes exactly. to their expectations on that. Are, are coupons dead? Are they still irrelevant? Or
1: It actually does work some of the websites. That surprises me too. I was just like, oh, doesn't customer just want to see what's the best price? like in the app, but no. Um, some of the marketplaces it worked really well with coupon code. I'm not sure why, but it, it it does work.
0: The typical coupon clip is still still around. Probably, yeah. yeah.
1: They feel like it's such a such a bargain just for themselves, I guess.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And what about multi buys and you know those sort of buy one get one free and and those value added? How do they sort of play a role in good retailing?
1: Um, spend and save definitely is very popular nowadays. I feel like, of course, if you want to give better discounts, spend and save will be better in saving discount instead of saving dollar amount. Yeah because then customer get more and customer it, it's very smart now they know what they want and they know how to get the most out of it so spend and save i feel like is their biggest trend now
0: and you've seen so many christmases now go through on e-commerce and you we've got such a broad product range i'd love to know outside of say christmas trees or your traditional christmas gifting what are some of the biggest product categories that you've seen move that you've gone oh wow um
1: i guess obviously christmas it's the biggest gifting season, as you said, so kids' product definitely going through the roof. Another thing we see, it's not so much about gifting, but because it's summer here in Christmas, we see, strange enough, we see a lot of ice makers. I often wonder why people buying ice makers. You have a fridge at home. <laughs> but I guess when people do parties, and I'm not talking about a small amount, I'm talking about like thousands of ice makers that we, we sell every month. So... That's something that surprises me, and also I guess pet products as well because it's gifting. But maybe if you don't have a pet, you will not think about pet products will go will go crazy during Christmas seasons as well because people buying their pet like a dog kennels, like cages and stuff like that. So pet products is a big one too. Other than that, definitely outdoor furniture because mm-hmm. everyone's getting ready for yes. the backyard, having parties and everything. And I think one of the categories that it's going to go crazy this year that it didn't happen in the last two months, is suitcases. It's coming back.
0: Ah, yes. Because
1: everyone's travelling, so um, everyone's buying suitcases in, like, September, October, and they're ready to go travel in December.
0: That's assuming you can get a passport at the moment. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you going overseas? Text- Are you going anywhere
1: soon? No, I wish I could.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where would you go?
1: Um, I'll probably go back to Hong Kong to see my family, yeah.
0: It's been a long time. It is. And uh, what's some of the biggest mistakes that you see from retailers at Christmas?
1: One of the things is there's no, let's say you go onto their website, they tell you 50, up to 50% of something and you can't click onto the banner. So there's no landing page for whatever they're trying to promote and it gets very frustrating because you're like, I just want to see the discounted products. It's peak season. Everyone wants to buy, buy anything with the lower price, Right. So no landing page is one thing. And as I mentioned before, website's not working because of the traffic. Shopping cart, when you're trying to pay, it takes forever. You don't know whether you have paid or not. It gets really frustrating because you don't know whether you should just buy it again or not, and then you lose the customer there. And also, I think one thing is very helpful, as we mentioned before, I would like to see website. They're trying to suggest most popular products, wish lists, things like that. So helping people to choose their gift. Everyone's buying like tens of gifts during mm. Christmas, and it will be very helpful if we have that. I think the customer is most likely to come back into transaction instead of just browsing around and then go.
0: And how much do you think brick and mortar, say, versus online, do you think will play a role? The stores are open this year, the restrictions are off. I think it's just been announced recently that some of the states are doing away with masks on public transport. We don't have to wear them on flights anymore. So do you think the consumer mentality or the consumer psychology will now be more inclined to return to brick and mortar in in the ways that they may have been doing pre-COVID?
1: I think brick and mortar will always be the option for last-minute shopper. So you will always have people that just buy a gift on the 23rd of December. (laughs) Yes. So that's the option. But I think with the peak season in November, I think – the portion of online shopper will grow this year as well because, as I said before, we are quite used to, after COVID of two years, we're quite used to, we're not used to the crowd anymore. Every time we go to a shopping centre, we can't find parking for 10 minutes. So we're like, nah, let's go home. Um, so I feel like people will shop more during peak season, but last minute shopper will always go into the store.
0: I can actually say that I have actually driven to a shopping centre and not been able to find parking within 10 minutes and gone home. I actually yeah. have done that.
1: I've done that too, but just because my partner complained, so we went home.
0: Not that be a, I wanted must be to. A <laughs> <That's it. laughs> I didn't have the patience. <laughs> and what do you think? I mean, we talked about mistakes and things like that, but I guess overall in retail, what are the pain points at Christmas? Is it delivery? Is it not being able to find a car park, or is and is it the website crashing? You know, summing up, is is it the customer experience that really is the pain point? We're just bad at doing Christmas.
1: I think delivery. It's one thing because I think in especially in Australia, our population is very scattered, So it's not like in other countries that we can always guarantee delivery. And sometimes, unfortunately, even during peak season, express shipping doesn't mean that it's express shipping. We still have to wait three to five days, um, especially like the Black Friday weekend. So I think delivery, it's it's a big ping pong for Australian consumers. Sometimes we just don't know when the pass is going to come. And that's that's something that we have to work with all the logistic companies to just to lower consumers expectation, I suppose because people want their goods like pretty much straight away during Christmas because they're worried that it doesn't come in time.
0: No, that's great. Any more any nuggets of advice that you give retailers in, in conclusion? What would, what would be some final thoughts here from you?
1: I think in general retail, just start early for Christmas. It's, it's never too early. At the start, we thought about like, oh, selling Christmas tree in August, who's going to buy it? Yes, thousands of people are buying it now. And everyone just going to start earlier and earlier and make sure you plan ahead. So don't just going into November and think about what you want to do. You have to plan in September and October how to build your customer database, how to build customer expectation and things like that. And most, most important thing is test your website.
0: Absolutely. And I guess that reminds me of one extra question. Of course, it's all over maybe from for online from the 12th or 13th of December, but then it's all back on deck for the 26th of December, which is Boxing Day. So how should retailers align their discounts to make sure that they have it enough time before they come off at Christmas versus Boxing Day?
1: Yeah, that's a tricky one. So in the past years, we always see Boxing Day starting on the 26th usually after people celebrate and then they start shopping again, getting all the bargains. And now you see Boxing Day starting like a week earlier and pretty much everything just like ongoing and consumer doesn't really have a break. I do feel like Boxing Day, we don't have to start as early because I feel like at the start of December, whoever wants to shop, whoever needs to buy things, they will have to buy anyways for gifting purpose. And everyone is like busy planning for Christmas party, like doing their own thing. And I feel like Boxing Day, the best way for us, I reckon, is just to start like maybe a day or two earlier so that when people at Christmas Day, if they're not going out, then they can still shop online getting their offers. But I do feel like we don't need to start too early for Boxing Day.
0: That's marvellous. Stephanie, thank you so much. It's been great talking Christmas. It sort That's of okay. gives me a bit of the <laughs> bit of like Stockholm Syndrome going back and thinking about how stressful it is. Yes. But it's going to be amazing, I reckon, again this year, isn't it?
1: Absolutely, it yeah. will be. And we've got
0: our friends at Click Frenzy. They'll be kicking the, it off on the second Tuesday and nothing, and then it's just crazy all the way through to December.
1: Oh, absolutely. No, but like, I can't even imagine like October or even November, what it's going to be like. 100%.
0: <laughs> all right, thank you.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: All right, that's all we have time for today. The bottom line is you need to be planning for your Christmas sales right now if you're not already. So get to work. Thank you to our listeners for joining us on this month's episode of the Recommended Retail Podcast brought to you by Dropship Zone, Australia's leading B2B marketplace. If you haven't cancelled us, we'll be back next month. As always, if you're interested in learning more, head on over to dropshipzone.com.au or visit us on Instagram using the handle dropshipzoneau. See you next month and happy selling.